Welcome to the Real Estate Jam Session. You know, I always try and bring value to you guys, and it's all geared toward the real estate industry, and I'm always looking for ways that I can really enhance the experience of being in this industry. And cold calling, like it or not, is a big part of our industry. So I was fortunate to run into Richard Blank. Richard has been a cold caller his entire life. Matter of fact, he runs a cold calling company down in uh, Costa Rica, which I think I need to go visit someday. Looks beautiful down there. But he came on the show today and really gives us tips and tricks to really be more successful with our cold calling. So make sure you check it out. Give us a like while you're there. Now, if you're new to the channel, my name is Joe Killinger. I've been a real estate entrepreneur for over 20 years. And I use this channel to bring on people like Richard to really help you learn all the tips and tricks to be successful in this industry. So make sure you check it out. Give us a like while you're there. And if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe. So Richard, you know, as a real estate agent, breaking those barriers, getting in front of a client, a serious client, and, you know, A, it's it's daunting, right? You know, you got to pick up that phone and be ready for rejection. And, um, you know, it, it's very hard. So can you kind of, uh, let's let's start with commercial real estate first. Let's Let's start there and talk about what tactics do you put in place to really help you um, get through to the decision maker. Well, first and foremost, very happy to be sharing these ideas with you and really enjoying the time that we're having today on this podcast. And so what I do here, I have a simple structure. I have an introduction of body and conclusion, usually in a normal conversation. And the average attention span, in my opinion, is 30 seconds to two minutes. So yeah. let's say you're making a prospecting outbound phone call, as you were mentioning, B to C. Uh, B2B, business to business. Mm -hmm. The first thing I would do is when somebody answers the phone is to use your anonymity and do a company name spike better than they would. So I'd say, hey, how's Joe doing today? <laughs> you know, and then just to make sure that the whole company is doing great. And then the individual that answers the phone would usually ask me, what is your name? And the first yeah. technique I would mention is a buffer boomerang technique because you're usually, as you mentioned, black and blue from getting so many phone calls. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they are just going to say we're good, thanks, hang up or not, transfer the call, you almost have to differentiate yourself from others. So usually I like to save in the name of the company and how the company is doing the first time. And then when they ask me this buffer boomerang technique, I will say, hey, Joe, that's an excellent question. My name is Richard Blank. And so this individual sees the active listening. I can readjust their negative tone into a positive tone, repeat their question, and then send it back once again with a name drop and who I am. And so after gaining the trust of this gatekeeper, as you would call them, I'm also going to let them know that I'm transferred to the decision maker. I'm going to let them know how great you are on the phone. We call that a positive escalation. So it increases your odds of actually having that call transferred. Didn't say you get the appointment, but transferred. So then when the call is transferred, you are given the gift of telling this individual how amazing Joe was who answered the phone. And so you still have your anonymity and don't be anonymous the whole call, Joe. That's a little bit of shame. Right. But if you just start off strong by complimenting someone that works with them, it separates you from the others that have been calling and shows what you do prior to contracts. And so this individual, once again, will ask who you are. It's another buffer boomerang. That's an excellent question, Mr. Decision Maker. My name is Richard Blank. Mm -hmm. And so we're having these conversations with the individual. And if you're mentioning all of the different services, options, and features of your real estate business in your, in your way, I just wouldn't do desert pitching 
Joe, because a lot of times people are so scared or reluctant to let someone speak for the fear of being hung up upon. What so I believe that Desert pitching is if you give a list of five things in a row and not even giving the person a chance to look at your dessert and make sort of reaction on it. There's no oasis in the desert. I'm going to learn a lot today, I can tell. Okay. And so it's almost like the MLS when you're talking about a house. You know, you mentioned right. the house with the commercial real estate. You have to go over certain sections. And since it's a non-visual call, you have to gauge the positive or the negative reactions from this potential client. And so I say, slow down on your list of things that you're offering, take the horizontal to a vertical, because you are going to find one or two things of interest, and then stack that with open-ended questions so they can explain to you why commercial real estate is important, why they may move forward, okay? Mm -hmm. And so as we're continuing this conversation, my suggestion, because you're very keen on this, is that this is a first-time phone call, and there are certain tell signs you can get from somebody over the phone. Once again, I talked about 30 seconds to two minutes. My tone needs to be consistent of empathy and confidence, right? There's four sections to phonetics. It's tone, rate, pitch, and duration. Everyone talks about mirror imaging, but I'm not gonna mirror image someone that's negative. So I will always stay positive and always have the answer. But this is the part, Joe, of manipulation that you will enjoy. If you pay attention to how fast and the speaking level, the pitch of somebody, in every 30 seconds to two minutes, you might see a spike or a dip. And you know perfectly well, that's the perfect time to ask a tie down, pin down question, or potentially if there's noise in the background because some people are working from home, that's still even within uh, commercial real estate, that you would passively and inadvertently and passive aggressively let them know the me too technique on how much you like dogs because the dog is, is making noise or there's a distraction, someone's on a cell phone in a car. and so. You can always ask the follow-up question, what's the dog's name? And so if someone says Fluffy, <laughs> well, I love dogs. Yeah, put Fluffy outside. It's ruining the yeah. call. And when they come back, Joe, and I know you're trying to lock in an appointment, but this is the time that your audience can anchor the call. You've already made your introduction. You're in the body of the call. But the fact that you and I could talk about your dog for a couple minutes, what that does is that's when you will usually ask me again, excuse me, what is your name? And then I'd say that's an excellent question. Joe. My name is Richard Blank. And then you're name dropping me the rest of the call. And so when we finish it up, when we go to the conclusion, I want you to say, Joe, since you still have me on the phone, are there any other questions that you have? Because you showed me you like A, B, C, and D. I know you don't like them all, but you showed me you like two. Any other questions that you may have? You may or may not. But I always review the information, Joe, in military alphabet, because A is the cleanest way. But instead of ending the call, a lot of the times the people have served in the military, nobody's that has. Yeah. And then instead of ending the call, you're on the call for another five minutes, yeah. but I'm still not done. When I'm doing the follow-up email to the individual, I will definitely give a written positive escalation on Joe who assisted me mm -hmm. to transfer the call. So when I do the Richard circle and I come back again, making the follow-up call, the individual yourself that answered the call is gonna say, Richard, in 10 years, no one has ever written something like that about me. Yeah. Thank you. And so I'm not saying that you're going to get the deal, but obviously going from half court to three point to foul line, yeah. I think you've increased your odds and you've also separated yourself. A lot of people that are just trying to angle in on that. Call. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're not just 